Blog Talk Radio. Think back to when you started your business. You had a dream. You had boundless passion. You wanted to create something different. There was a problem, and you were going to solve it. Being an independent retailer is rewarding, but challenging, and there's a lot more to it than you ever imagined. Well, Lightspeed is here to help. With 45,000 customers around the world, we've helped countless entrepreneurs nail the business side of retail so they can spend time doing what they're passionate about. Join us for a six-week speaker series featuring a curated panel of experts that will answer some of retail's toughest questions and give you the edge you need to stay competitive. You have a passion, and we have a passion for technology inspired by you. Visit lightspeedhq.com speaker series to learn more. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs warm one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Kimberly White, the CEO and founder of Jabs Boxing, and Len Hako, the co-founder and president of Jabs Boxing. And Jabs Boxing, a full-body circuit-style workout utilizing boxing-inspired exercises designed specifically for all women. And we're going to talk to Kim and Len about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. Stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Kimberly White, the CEO and founder of Jabs Boxing, and Len Hako, the co-founder and president of Jabs Boxing. And Jabs Boxing is a full-body circuit-style workout utilizing boxing-inspired exercises designed specifically for all women. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Len. Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marty. How are you? How you doing, Marty? I'm doing well, Kim. I'm doing well, and thank you for coming on the show. I'm, I'm doing well today. I'd always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today? We are calling from Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, beautiful. I've been to Scottsdale, uh, Kim, and it's beautiful. How's the weather out there today? It's good. It's going up to about 70 degrees. There's no clouds in the sky. Just another typical day in Arizona. Oh, I'm jealous. It's 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 about 30 degrees here in Easton, and I always say to my wife, I say, "What are we doing here?" As like, <laughs> it's, it's so. Cold. I know, I know. Our families, our families are back east, um, in Philadelphia area, and it's freezing. Oh. Yeah. I, it is. It's so. it's awful. It's it's a terrible two months in in Pennsylvania, you know. But uh, but you know, we kind of yeah. we we get through it, you know. But I was you know I was reading your story, you know, and I I thought it was just it was such a. It was a fascinating story, and it's really one of the reasons, Kim and Lynn, we, we kind of started the show. We, you know, we started the podcast 12 years ago because we kind of found that there's always, like, some interesting stories behind how a franchise actually evolved. And it sounds like, Kim and Lynn, you were able to, like, discover a need in the market. And I thought, you know, maybe we can go back to that time. You know, you could talk about the evolution of Jabs Boxing and some of the historical events that took place over the years. Yeah, it's great. Um, we, you know, we knew there was a need because – you know, the people that we knew um, that were in the, you know, working out, trying to get in shape, especially mm-hmm. the females, always seemed to have a have an issue with going into a gym and, and really right. not having the confidence or going in or the know-how of what they're going to do when they walk into the gym. So they sort of all migrate over. And when I say all, not all, but, you know, some of the women that we knew um, would migrate over to a cardio machine and get on a bike or get on a treadmill and, then try to decide if they're going to go on what machine, and either the machines are full or they uh-huh. feel intimidated because they have people on there that are maybe a little intimidating to look at. So there was a, definitely a need for a women's-only studio. Um, and my background was, was in the boxing industry for a while. So mm-hmm. I approached Kim and said, look, we have, a, have this little concept of a workout that I want you to try to see what you think of it. And it was boxing-inspired. So she came to the gym that I was working at the time, and we both started doing this little workout, um, which was the old rounds we would we put together. At, in the beginning, it started with 12 rounds, just going through some bags and, and right. sort of going through a boxing workout. And she loved it. She was like, this is awesome. So then we started inviting some more more women into the gym that we were at, just sort of doing the workout. And the response was great. They were They were like, this is killing us. This is great. So we sort of put our heads together and um, designed a workout that had the boxing exercises in there. We we designed a ring on uh, the computer and had that custom built for us. And the next thing we needed to do was basically find a spot for the uh, for the location. Now the biggest issue usually when starting a business is money. Um, right. At the time, Kim was a full time teacher. Um, special education teacher, and I had a boxing promotions business. Um, but we needed about 20000 bucks to really get this thing started um, with equipment and get this ring built. So at the time, I didn't have it. At the time, Kim didn't have it. So 
what she did was uh, apply. She was going to school for her master's program, and she took some of her student loan money and funneled it into the business. And that's how Jab started with uh, with the student loan um, infusing about fifteen thousand bucks. We bought what we needed. We rented a warehouse in Scottsdale that had no air conditioning. Thank God it was February when we got in there because it wasn't hot yet. So right. we. We put this ring in the middle of a warehouse. We had half it was filled with carpeting, and the other half was cement. We we bought four um, stationary bikes for a warm up session. We put our equipment together, and we went out. and Kim got about um, I guess four or five teachers that she knew. I reached out to some of the uh, the girls that I knew, and that's how Jab started with with the first class. We had an orientation, and then posting pictures on social media and tagging these people and that's how that's how jab started just from from that little that idea and her student loan money it's a great story lenny kevin it's it's just it's fantastic you know and it was interesting you know when i was reading the mission statement you know i thought your mission statement was very powerful because you know it did talk about things like you know empowering women and you know i, I think of course you know one of the outcomes is and, and i think you might have hit upon it len was you know is building confidence and, and that's that's what the service provides doesn't it in addition to getting a healthy workout oh for sure and that's why you know the team of, of kim and i were was so good because you can't have um you know a guy in his mid-40s at the time being the face right. of a women's fitness studio um right. and you know kim had that passion to you know take what we what our idea was and, and really take it to the next level. So it was a proof of concept at first, um, just seeing if it was going to be um, sort of taken in by the community. And, you know, going in and keeping it a hard workout, um, you know, we, we, took, we took sort of the, uh, the Curves model. Curves was that, right. that women's only fitness studio was the first one, and they had a little circuit, but it sort yes. of went into an older clientele because it was, you know, it wasn't as tough. The workout was a little, you know, wasn't as challenging. So mm -hmm. we figured this would definitely, you know, eliminate that whole aura of, of a workout. It's like, oh, it's women only. It's going to be easy. So we definitely put together um, workouts that were, were, were challenging for anybody, you know, male or female. It sounds like it's a lot of fun too, Len and Kim. You know, it's it's you know I think one of the problems with that I'll speak personally. You know, is going to a gym sometimes is sometimes it just gets a little boring. And you know, when I was watching the videos this week, you know, on on your service, I thought it was really fantastic because it looks like it's it's a lot of fun and it's it's a social experience as well, isn't it? It's not just really like an individual kind of thing. Yeah, I would say that um, we definitely built our community up. The women come there. I mean, as a as a woman, I wanted to go somewhere that I could get a great workout where we could combine mm -hmm. strength and cardio to um, to maximize my 45 minutes in the studio. So our workouts change every single day. Um, like Len said, they can be very challenging, but then they also can be modifiable. We have um, girls as young as 16, I think our oldest member right now is 76. So you come in, wow. it's a trainer-led class. We cap out 16 girls just so that you can get that one-on-one -on -one intention that you need but still get that class vibe experience. So there's a lot of energy. The music's going. We have a boxing timer. Um, and like you said, we're all, we're all there. Just this morning I was 
while, uh, working out at 7 a.m. and everybody is cheering everybody on. It's not competitive at all. It's right. very supportive. Everybody's at their own um, different station. So it's not like you're watching anybody else, but it's definitely right. a place that you want to go, that you want to be at. So Jabs is just great. <laughs> That's terrific. It sounds like too, Kim, uh, Ellen, there's, there's like multiple revenue streams. So I was kind of like studying the model. You know, it wasn't like just, of course, the service itself, but there, there's, there's a multiple revenues model. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that as well. Okay. Well, we, we, the, 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 uh, the biggest revenue stream we have, obviously, is our memberships. Right. Um, that's what is bringing in, you know, I would say over 80% of our, mm-hmm. of our income. Um, and then we have apparel. Uh, we have everything is so we have swag, we call our swag, which is water bottles and backpacks and everything else. I mean, our, our logo itself with the black and, and pink on it um, is real eye, eye-catching. Um, all, of our, all of our tanks, Kim actually takes the tanks, and every tank is, is different where it has our logo on the front and on the back has different sayings. Um, right. Sayings wow. such as, meet me in the ring, one more round. Um, made from squash, different catchy things. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's girls great. Girls punch hard. So we have our we have our memberships, we have our apparel, and then we also do um, three challenges per year for the clients. So it's fitness and nutrition based. We help people that want to reach their goal of oh, fitness wow. or even lose weight and gain month uh, gain muscle. And then we have supplements as well. We sell a whey isolate protein and a vegan protein for post-workout wow. that we that we sell in studio. That's terrific. Does technology play a, a, a part in the business today, uh, Kim and Lynn, or how are you using technology for the franchise? Um, our software that we use, MindBody, has an amazing app. Um, so we have a great app that makes signing up for classes, scheduling things, buying classes, buying anything, um, right with the touch of your phone. Um, so wow. that's really that really drives our business. Um, and then you know we we also have the um, the pulse watches. Yeah, we have we just integrated the Jabs Pulse. It's heart rate monitors. Um, unlike oh, wow. other um, local fitness places, we don't display the results up on a screen. Right. It's just for the women's personal use. So it sure. tracks their calorie burn, their maximum heart rate. It tracks everything during class, and then after class. The trainer just clicks the button, and everybody has sent their individual results just so that they can track their own progress. Um, so that doesn't create any kind of competition inside right. the studio. Um, and then, obviously, we also push out a lot of our posts and a lot of our jobs community shares their experiences of jobs on social media. So we have our main page, Jobs Boxing uh, for Women, on uh, Facebook, and then at Jabs Boxing Official on Instagram. And then each studio also has their own page. So we do use social media and we get a lot of people. Um, I would say our biggest push for, um, for advertising is just referrals. You know, their friends want, friends want to bring their friends to jobs because it's such a great place right. to be and, and such a great workout. So That's terrific. And I guess it's safe to say, I mean, your industry, obviously, it's, it's, it's always it's, it's a big industry and, 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 and it's a growing industry, you know, and it, it, it seems interesting, Kim, as you were mentioning, I mean, your oldest client, you know, could be somewhere like in, in the 70s. I mean, it's a pretty big market when you're thinking of women and then you're saying, like, okay, 60 to 70 years old. I mean, that's a, it's a pretty big market, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge market. I, would, I mean, a lot of people um, assume, you know, jabs, 
first they think that jazz is going to be an easy workout. Then they find out that, hey, it, right. it can be challenging. So then they think because maybe the pink and the black that we have a lot of, you know, 20-year-olds in our gyms, which we do. But right. our average range at jabs is actually 35 to about 55. That's the bulk wow. of our clientele. So we really try to strive to provide that workout, that atmosphere that's healthy for women of all ages. And we're even starting a JABS junior program in the summertime that's going to oh, focus wow. on helping girls 8 through 14. Yes, because, you know, building confidence and building muscle. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's got to start early. So um, we're, we're really excited. I mean, it's definitely our mission to, to empower women of every age, you know, shape, size, skill level, walk of life. Um, that's that's kind of our mission. That's wonderful. Here's a question for both of you, and, and I'll start with you, Kim. What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since launching Jabs Boxing, Kim? I mean, I'm sure you, you and Lynn probably both have hundreds of stories to narrow it down to one is probably tough, but does anything stand out, you know, over the years since you launched the concept? Um, I think, honestly, it's just the women that I've gotten to meet, the, the stories yeah. that I've heard. Um, you know, recently we have a mom in one of our studios, and she has two sets of, sets of twins, and um, three out of four of her children have special needs. So um, mm. just last week we got to do a class with the little girl in her wheelchair, and she was loving it. She asked for a personal job class for Christmas, so and her mom wow. has to physically carry her around. So she had shared within her first month at Jabs that she really just appreciated how strong she was able to get at Jabs um, to help wow. you know move her to move her child. So on, we just I have met the most amazing people um, in my journey at at Jabs. So and I, I don't know, Lens. How about you, Lynn? Um, I guess I guess for me it's it's been. Kim's in the studios a lot, and I'm sort of yeah. behind the scenes. So, mm-hmm. you know, the growth the growth of jazz is really something that I was, um, I guess, is the biggest thing for me, um, saying in achievement-wise, is when we started with our first I – mean, when we started jazz, we wanted to grow. We didn't know how we were going to do it through our locations. We were, keep going, to, uh, we were going to open up our own locations and grow it as a, as a corporate – as a corporation, but then one of our members approached us and said, hey, do you guys franchise? Well, obviously right. the first answer out of my mouth was, absolutely. So then we had to go find our franchise attorney and, you know, get the money for that and sort of go through the process. But, you know, once you sell your first franchise, then we're in the franchise business. So exactly. we, we started to go from there. So that's, for me personally, that's something that I really, that, that stands out for me, the growth at, at a pretty quick pace. Uh, it wasn't like we waited 10 years for this. Right. It happened within the first year we had our studios open. It's always a great sign when one of your customers asks you if you franchise. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that in 12 years. You know, it's really in some very big concepts on our show where we've had the same response. And, you know, if someone says, do you guys franchise? And say, yes, we do. And, you know, it turns into. <laughs> yeah, it, there wasn't it, any hesitation in that answer. Exactly, sure. exactly. So it, it's, it's, they're, they're both fantastic stories. Maybe we could jump a little bit to franchising because the majority of our listeners, uh, Kim and Lynn, they're, we call them aspiring entrepreneurs. Most of them want to get into franchising. What types of characteristics do both of you look for in your franchisees? Um, I guess the, the best advice first for anybody looking to franchise as long as you have a you have a model that's going to be you know franchisable, which you can cookie cut it and and grow it, only as good as your franchisees. And you know you you might have the best concept in the world, 
but you know you have to put yourself in a position saying that you know is this person that is or these people that are interested in growing mm-hmm. your brand your idea are they the type of person that can do it and right. you know there needs to be a vetting process and so i think you know getting to know your potential franchisees before you go into business is key and yeah. you know I, I think thinking about business you, you ask somebody what what type of person are they are they an entrepreneur that wants to do their own thing to have mm-hmm. their own ideas to to implement certain ideas into their business if that's the type of person that is coming to you they're probably not going to be the best franchisee because they have a lot of their own Great. ideas they want to do things by themselves, which is great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But you also have the people that say, you know what? I love your idea. I don't want to change anything. I think it's amazing. I want it, I want it done as easy as possible. You build it. You give me what I need, and I'll, I'll, I'll follow your plan. So that's how you need to separate the people that are going to come in and help grow your franchise. If you have those people that are business-minded and that want to – get in and say, all right, let me follow the plan that was given to me and take it from there. They're your best franchisees. It sounds like no experience is necessary either, um, Len and Kim. Uh, You know, I mean, again, the way you just described it, Len, you know, if you can find that type of person who could, of course, follow a system and imagine, you know, they're passionate and they they believe in the system and the brand. um, But it doesn't sound like really experience is necessary to, to get into the business. Well, we provide all the training, so right. we we would like to have people that have some sort of, of business background. Right. Um, basic. I mean, you don't need to be you know twenty years of a CEO to a to a right. corporation right. to come in and say, oh, I need to run this job. No, we have a we have trainers that that come in that have a you know, little bit of knowledge, but we'd like to teach them our system. Um, right. you know, Kim has put together a really great training program for our franchisees. Um, so that's, that's key. I mean, if we train them the way they should be trained and they should be very successful in what they do. How does, how does training work, Kim? I mean, do they come out to headquarters? Is that how it works and how long are they out there for? All of our current franchisees, um, besides one are in the Arizona area. So okay. they come, so we're able to train them. Um, we do a classroom day at jobs. We take them through a system called jobs university. So we spend about five days together training, and then we do on-site training at their studio for for about two weeks, Um, one week prior to opening and then one week post-opening. So like Len said, we go through every single um, thing that's going to go on in your job studio from how to manage your Facebook, how to set up your mind-body training, how to do pre-sales, how to recapture clients. I mean, we we have a pretty in-depth system as well as teaching them, if they're going to be an owner-operator, teaching them the skills to be a trainer. So we take them through a presentation on just, you know, basic functional exercises, and we show them um, all of our workouts that we have and just make sure that they feel comfortable executing um, the exercises. I have a feeling where I suspect, you know, that a lot of your – your current customers, uh, of course, are probably going to want to become franchisees. But is is the opportunity open to to men as well, Kim and Len? I'm sure you might get that question from time to time. Like, I mean, do you have men franchisees as well? Maybe we could talk a little bit about that. 
Um, yes, we actually have two of our locations, our Glendale, oh, okay. Arizona location and our Voorhees, New Jersey location are oh, both wow. okay. owned by males. And right. so, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's, we, there's no prejudice against that at all. I mean, when, when we right. started jab, you know, I was training, Tim was training. We had, you know, right. Tim had a full-time job at, at you know, when we first opened up. So I was the, the male in the business. We, we sometimes tend to see um, females um, migrating towards females um, right. in a in the setting, but depending when we train, if there is a male that wants to be an owner, you know, we spend a little more time on, um, I guess you can say etiquette and professionalism sure. in right. the uh, in the business because you know obviously in this day and age you know everything needs to be done professionally and right. Being in, a, in an environment with all females, if you're a male, there is some some steps that you need to take and make sure that you follow procedures. And but we haven't had any issues, none whatsoever. That's something. I uh, this this one's for you, Kim, because again, you spend a lot of time in jabs. You know, maybe you could talk a little bit about you know what is a typical day like as a franchisee. It sounds like you know you, you're kind of there early in the morning. Um, you know, and, and what else goes on during the day? So a typical day in the life of a franchisee, um, we have morning classes as well as evening classes. So our morning classes mm -hmm. start as early as 5 a.m. So you would arrive okay. to the studio at 4.30 in the morning. You would set up the equipment. Everything is um, pre-written for you. So you would just pull week one workout, say it was Monday. You set up the right. equipment, and then your, your uh, trainers or your clients start to come in. So you have the music going. You teach classes, and that's up to you how many classes you would like to teach. We have five classes in the morning, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten at most of our locations. So then after your 10 o'clock class, you would tidy up the studio, and then we would ask you to visit your emails because you're getting emails from prospects, from current mm -hmm. clients, so responding right. to the emails, checking social media, maybe you're posting um, some things that happen in the studio or some things that are up and coming in the studio. Um, we do ask owners to drop off flyers in the nearby neighborhoods or even right. you know nail salons, hair salons, tanning salons, and then the studio is closed in the middle of the day unless you, you decide to have a noon class. And then the evening, right. it's up to you as an owner. Maybe some of our owners are moms, so they like to have that evening time to their kids and, um, you know, to spend time with them after school or, you know, making dinner or whatever that may be. Um, or you could go in and support your trainer for the evening classes. Um, so honestly, being a jobs owner is great because you have the flexibility to, to make your own schedule. And you're not putting in any more than, you know, eight hours a day. It's not like we're asking you to put in 12, 13 hours right. a day. So as a new franchisee, we actually provide you with a step-by-step, -step, hey, this is what your day should look like, just to try to help guide, you know, time management-wise. Because a lot of the people that are coming into jobs as a, as a owner, they're used to having like a nine-to-five job or, you know, being right. more on a strict schedule where jobs allows you a little bit more flexibility and freedom, which is, you know, which is great um, for a lot of our owners. That's why a lot of people get into franchising. Kim and Lynn, right? I mean, it's it's really you know because it, as you said, it provides them that flexibility. It's kind of like a a, a means to an end, you know. So the and I'm sure your lifestyle, Kim, has changed a bit. You know, where you, where you had your regular job, and then once you started working full time with Jabs, I'm sure that changed a bit, and you had all that flexibility, didn't you? 
Yeah, as an owner, I mean, now that we have a lot of franchises, it's definitely different. But, uh, you know, I definitely right. miss the days where I, I just, you know, had my own studio. It, I mean, it was great. I mean, it's a positive place to be. You have, you know, the flexibility. Um, Profit-wise, I was making more money than I was making, obviously, as a teacher. I had a small right. team to manage. You know, each studio only has four or, five p four or five trainers. So it's not like you're working with overseeing, you know, 20, 30 people. Um, so, you know, the drama and stress was, is very low um, as, a, as a franchise owner. That's something. What advice would, would both of you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because as you know, because now both of you are here, you're in this, this, I guess we could call it franchise industry or franchising. And, you know, there's there's a lot out there today to choose from. So we found, you know, in doing the show over a decade that, you know, a lot of our listeners in the beginning stages, they're confused because they just don't even know where to begin. You know, um, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you, you, you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Um, do your homework. That's probably mm -hmm. one of the biggest, you know, the, the, the biggest things I can say is, you know, find an industry that you really, you really want to get involved with. You know, right. if, if you're, if you're a numbers person, maybe you want to buy a, an accounting franchise or, or something right. like that. If, so if you really want to help people and you're looking to say, you know what, I really want to have an impact on someone's life. I want to make them, you know, give them better health and, you know, release your stress. We have own or we have members come in that have said jabs changed their life. I mean that's wow. pretty powerful when you when you own yeah. a business and you say wow, I really, really helped this person. So, you know, just if, if they're looking for a business, find what really drives them because you don't want to get involved in a business that all of a sudden you, you, you invest X amount of dollars and next thing you know you're you're miserable because you're not enjoying yourself. Um we feel jabs is that business that gives a lot of a lot of enjoyment in people's lives. It really does. It's a fun I, franchise my, at the end of the day. Go ahead, Kim. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that do your homework and, you know, get to know yeah. um, some of the owners and possibly yes. even the founders. See what they're all about. See what kind of support they have in place to help you. Um, just to know that you, you know, you're you're part of a team and that you have a team backing you that can help you make your business successful. Yeah, I think I think that's excellent advice. So I I could ask both of you the next question. I mean, the positions you're in. I, I mean, where do you see jobs, Kim and Len? I mean, if we could look into a crystal ball, maybe like three to five years down the road. What's the vision? Well, we had uh, recently brought in a partner, um, uh, Z Growth, uh, the Z Growth Group, which is an equity mm -hmm. firm that really, you know, Kim and I got to a point that we felt we sort of hit a wall. Um, right. Because we, we live out here in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, and we grew it, you know, as much as we could. And now it was time to say, okay, you know, we need to, if we want to grow this business, you know, we need to, we need some help. And right. by bringing in, by bringing in Z growth um, partners, they were awesome. They came in and they, they had the vision that we had. We said, you know, right now we're at 20 locations. We want to get to 500 locations. We want to go national. Right. We want to get to, we want to go in every state. And they had the blueprint for us. They said, this is how we're going to do it. And this is how it's going to be done. Here's your responsibilities. And this is our responsibilities, and here we go. So I think the future of jazz right now is, is going to be awesome. I mean, we're, we're gearing up to really blow these out um, 
in the next three years. I mean, that's 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 our goal, and that's where we want to that's where we want to be. That's terrific. It was nice to see you're in the Philadelphia area too. You know, which isn't so far from where I am. I'm about 50 miles north of Philadelphia. You know, so I, I get down to that area from time to time. You know, so I'll have to check it out next time I'm, I'm in the area. But you know, it's it's really been fantastic having both of you on the show. What's the best way, Kim and Lynn, for our listeners to get more information on Jabs as as the franchise opportunity, of course, and and even the service itself? Any websites that you'd like them to go to or check out? Yeah, if, if you're interested in learning more about the franchise, you can go to jabsfranchising.com. Okay. And once you get there, all of our contact information um, is right there on our website. And then if you're interested in learning more about the business, you can go to jabsboxing.com and okay. you can check out our website. And then all of our locations are listed on there. And then all of our. Um, new clients or first-time clients can grab a free week. So if anybody wants to just oh, come wow. in and check out Jab, they're more than welcome to sign up for a free week. That's terrific. Well, it's been great having you on the show, Kim and Len, and I'd already like to invite you back as you continue to grow over the next couple of years because I think this is a fantastic franchise concept. Thank you, Mike. Thanks. We appreciate it. This has been my pleasure, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. For each podcast, you get to hear a great quote in franchising. 
You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews now over eight years and over 400 shows, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today, you're going to get to hear from Chris Simic, who is the founder of FranchiseTeacher.com, and Chris has over 30 years of business and franchise experience as an independent business owner, a franchisee, and a franchisor. And Chris said something very profound that we haven't heard on our show in over eight years. He mentioned that you have to almost work harder to fail at franchising than to succeed in franchising, and he explains why. Most people, about 90% I think I've seen, buy a business other than they first looked at. Wow, that's amazing. So that's we interesting, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's a big number too, isn't it, Chris? You know, that you know, most people, they go in with these certain expectations and they come out with, with, with something different, you know, and, and I find that fascinating. I absolutely, it, it never ceases to astound me, but I think that speaks to the, to the, uh, the value of franchising as a, as a business model and a business method because right. people don't have to uh, be in something just because they know it. And quite candidly, sometimes getting involved in a business that you would rather do that you were not involved in allows you the, the luxury of taking uh, a new career path and to develop something you never would have had the opportunity to had it not been you know, systematized and prioritized for you. You know, in franchising it's said that you have to really almost work harder to fail than to succeed because if you have a good franchise system, right. if you follow directions, you have to almost purposely not follow them to not do well. That's true. That's fantastic. We have this this great quote in franchising. I, I think we're going to put that one in there, Chris. I, I think that's very original and, and it's it's very true. What advice would you give to our listeners? You know, we find that most of them they're just beginning their search to buy a franchise, Chris. And we find that you know most of them just simply they, they don't even know where to begin. Like you were saying, what advice would you give to them? I, I do, um, when I speak to people looking at franchise, I, I give them three different pieces of advice. One, make sure you're looking for business for the right reason. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people have things happen in their life. They lose a job or something happens, and they react and, and maybe say, well, okay, maybe I'll go buy a business. That may not be the, the reason to do it versus having the luxury selectivity that here's my opportunity that was yeah. created by some adversity. Second thing is that they have to make sure that they are – able to be franchisees, uh, that not everybody is designed to be able to, to follow the systems, procedures, and, 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 the, and the processes it takes to be a successful franchise owner. And then I tell them quite candidly is pick a couple of the industries and the price ranges uh, that, that may have interest to you and then kind of pin down from there, either using the resources of a, uh, a consultant or a, bro- or a broker or, or a team member or, or on their own, either way. But I think that if they, if they take their time, follow the steps, and do it for the right reasons, uh, they'll be on a much smoother pathway uh, to, to success in, in, in owning their own business. That's well said. What's what's in the future then for Franchise Teacher, Chris? I mean, where do you see the company three to five years down the road? Well, Marty, we've been uh, extremely fortunate, blessed that the the business has 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 been around, you know, through Century Franchise Group for many years, and our new franchise teacher dot uh, com has, has taken off. We're representing right now, uh, you know, seven uh, plus brands. I think in five years, our, our focus will really be even more fine tuned. As the as the consumer or the prospective uh, business owner is looking for more and more specific information, breaking down to teach, coach, consult, and advise, I oh. think will be um, will be a way for us to assist people in what they need. You know, people again don't know what they don't know, but right. I think information overload 
uh, sometimes discourages people too early. They say, I, this is too much for me to process. Mm. But if we can break it That's down true. into bite-sized pieces, I think more and more people, especially the younger generation who are looking for the advice and the information they want when they want it, I think is you know going to do nothing more than uh, continue. Then our next business venture, which launches at the end of this year, uh, will, is looking to capture all the different franchise brands around the world and put them into one place. So it's, it's we're, we're we're looking forward to uh, a future. And franchising is going nowhere but growing. You know, as you right on a long time too. The number of franchise opportunities and the world's getting to be a smaller place. I think you're going to find a yeah. lot opportunities coming in and going out of, of different marketplaces in different countries uh, accessible to more people. That's fantastic. What's the best way, Chris, for our listeners to get <clears throat> more information on FranchiseTeacher.com? Obviously, FranchiseTeacher.com, but any numbers you'd like them to call or email addresses? Well, actually, I, I, we appreciate uh, you know, www.FranchiseTeacher.com. And okay. my, my business partner, Dave, and I offer them the free one-hour consultation. Fill out the form oh, and take great. advantage of it. That's fantastic. I want to thank you again, Chris, for you know finally coming on the show. You know, it's, I've been following your career for a long time now. You know, and I have just been very impressed with with, with everything that you've done. You know, so when I, when I saw this, I, I mentioned to you we don't typically um, call people to come on the show. You know, but but I had to have you specifically on the show. So it was an honor and a privilege to have you on the show today. Marty Ditto, and again, congratulations on your um, uh, PhD, Doctor. I have read your thesis and I would recommend it reading if people can get oh, through that's uh, information. I really appreciate that you read it too because that, that, that's an honor coming from you so that's fantastic. Well I want to thank you again Chris thank and we'll you. be right back with more franchise Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia you're listening to Franchise Interviews Franchise Interviews <laughs> 